0: Hello, and welcome to Yet Another Agile Podcast, where we turn a critical lens on the state of Agile. I'm Michael Callahan, and I'm your host, and I'm glad you're here. Yet Another Agile Podcast is brought to you by Mindset 180. At Mindset 180, we put the I, the individual, back into Agile. Maybe it's time we stopped talking about Agile. That's right. I said it. Maybe it's time we stop talking about agile, and maybe maybe we should just focus on being agile. Sometimes it seems like the more we talk about it, um, the further away we get from realizing the benefits of an agile mindset. Now, lately, I've noticed a lot of churn in the agile world. You know, the conversations about agile, agile transformation, a lot of churn. There's 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 just a lot of fatigue there's a lot of disagreement there's a lot of disillusionment all with this underlying knowledge that agile isn't going to go anywhere anytime soon but who knows what it's going to look like there are a lot of opinions well my opinion well i think it's going to look a lot smaller it's going to be a lot more about the individuals than it has been for the past few years now Organizational change initiatives, frameworks, processes, tools those are not going away anytime soon or ever because, because they're a necessity. we need those to help align groups of individuals in an agile organization. But without the, the individuals, the, those, those people with agile mindsets, the effort to do anything notable or sustainable in agile, it's going to sputter. It's going to struggle to, to, to really achieve what, what they need to achieve. For over a decade, I've been coaching organizations, you know, individuals, teams, whole enterprises, on how to bring agility into their way of working. Now, During that time, I've seen the ebb and flow of agile methods and frameworks, what's popular, what's not popular. I've seen millions of dollars spent on transformation efforts, and I've seen success. But I've seen struggles and and more importantly, I've seen this never-ending change, this never-ending cycle of change time and time again. One transformation effort leads to another and another and another. It's really made me think, how can we do this differently? How can we make agile more sustainable, more 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 durable? You know, as I said in the introduction, I, I think it comes down to agile individuals. That is my story and I'm sticking to it. How do we grow agile mindsets throughout our organization so that we can adapt to any framework, any changing business condition? In order to do that, we're going to need leaders. And I'm not talking about leaders, titled leaders. I'm talking about everyday leadership at every level in the organization. People who have a firm grasp of what an Agile organization could be, a firm grasp of their own understanding of an Agile mindset, a clear understanding of, of what are the constraints, what are the constraints and the risks to adopting Agile methods, what, what effect will that have on our customers and our organization. They need to have the ability to envision a future that is better than the way things are today. They're, they're going to have their hands full they're going to need to know how to influence people, not have authority over people, not persuade people, but really to inspire people, to inspire people, to get people excited, to make them want to do the things that the organization needs for them to do. It won't be easy. As as I said before, they're going to be trying to overcome obstacles from every corner of the organization. You know... Basically, you know, there's a lot of agile fatigue. People have been on a transformation hamster wheel for a long time. A, f- a few weeks ago, I posted a podcast episode and it was titled Why is Agile a lot like Bon Jovi. I put a link out on my Facebook page for my friends, "Hey, give my give my podcast a listen." And, and I got some comments back, and, and one comment really stood out to me. It was from a, it was from a former colleague. He, he worked in software quality assurance. His comment was, I don't know how much alike they are. I just know I don't like either one of them. A pause for dramatic effect. That, that's pretty common, though. You know, people are fatigued. They're frustrated. They're frustrated by that hamster wheel. Your new These leaders in your organization, they're going to get they, – they could potentially get some additional resistance. Right Right now, there's another challenge. There's another movement. It's kind of a take-back agility movement. More and more, I'm hearing and reading about how um, developers want to move away from non-technical types being involved in agility. More talk of things like life coaches masquerading as agile experts – Things of that nature. And, and this reemerging rift between the traditional silos of IT, the business, the PMO. And as an aside, maybe a controversial one, right? I, I don't want to paint everyone with a broad brush. And the majority of people, I believe that resistance is based on the reemergence of the, those traditional silos. But, but in some cases, you know, there's a hint of veiled misogyny. Now the third, the third source of resistance that's going to come from above. It's going to come from above. Um, it's generally accepted. It's generally, it's a generally accepted fact that all industries need to be more agile in their approach if they want to compete in today's market. And executives understand that. What they don't agree on is how to do it. So new leadership enters the building. What happens? Well. The likelihood of changing your agile approach is great. How do you guard against that? How do you guard against that all, all that resistance and all that, that churn? Well, honestly, honestly, what you need to do is you need an army. You need an army of leaders at every level of the organization. You have to help them develop the skills that they need to influence their teams, their coworkers, each other. Because the future of Agile is about Agile people. Technical, non-technical, everybody. Go out and find them. Go out and find them. Find them and nurture them. Give them the tools they need. Allow them to lead. Help them help you succeed. You know, it's funny. At the beginning of the pod, I said that maybe it's time we stop talking about Agile. But then I couldn't stop talking about Agile. Maybe I should clarify that. It's not that we should stop talking about Agile. We should instead start talking about Agile differently. Agile is about people. People who want to satisfy their customers. People who want to grow, to have opportunities to lead. That, my friends, is how we should be talking about Agile. And we'll be back after the break to answer some burning questions that have come in. You are listening to yet another Agile podcast brought to you by Mindset 180. Yet another Agile podcast is brought to you by Mindset 180. At Mindset 180, we put the I, the individual, back into Agile. Welcome back. It's time for some burning questions. This first, this first burning question comes from James, and, and James asks uh, – he asks, my stakeholders keep trying to get me to give them delivery dates. What do I do? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a few things that you could do. Um, you could not give them a date. You could say, no, I'm not going to give you a date. That probably wouldn't go over very well with them. Uh, you could give them a date and, uh, and, and be wrong about that date. Or you could have a conversation about, about what Agile is and what commitment in Agile is. And, uh, one of the things with Agile uh, that is that we, we acknowledge that we're going to learn more things. Whatever we know today, tomorrow we'll know more than we knew today. And sometimes the thing that we learn is that what we thought we could do yesterday, we no longer can in that time frame. And so we need to have that conversation. Now, um, in, in, in doing that, in doing that, you have to have clarity you and your stakeholders you know it's like we our commitment to you is that we're going to do what we said and and if something comes up we will let you know as soon as it comes up because if something can be done maybe we can save it if if nothing can be done then we need to reset expectations of when we're going to deliver but really having having those conversations and getting that understanding that um you know when when we move into a more agile world it's not just the development team that has to think of things differently. The leadership team also has to think of things differently, like what a commitment to a date means. Um, that's that's hopefully hopefully that was helpful, James. And uh, if you have any more questions or any more clarification, please hit me up. And the next the next question comes in from Anna. Anna has uh, asked the question um, in agile what is the difference between a missed requirement and a bug um, I, I'm, I'm gonna make an assumption because you're not here for me to clarify but I'm, I'm gonna what I'm gonna assume is that a team has delivered something they said it was done you know it goes it goes into production and it doesn't do what you expect it to do and you you go back to them and say hey this doesn't work and they're like oh well that working as designed, right? you have to you have to put something in. In your mind, it's like no, it's not working right. In their mind, it's it's working the way we agreed it would work. We, the product owner and the team, uh, agreed it would work. Um, what's happening there is put quite potentially. So so when is it an, an enhancement? When is it a defect? Right? It really all comes down to the acceptance criteria. Acceptance criteria is that agreement that we make between team and product owner that says, here's what success looks like. Here's what we'll demo to you. We'll demo it doing this, and you'll accept it if it does what we expect it, what we've agreed to. Um, In certain instances, uh, acceptance criteria may not be included. It may not be included. And, And when it isn't included, and then you come back and say, hey, it should do this, my first instinct would be like, oh, did the acceptance criteria say that? No, it didn't. Okay, well, we'll create a new story. We'll put it in our backlog. We'll prioritize it, and we'll get that in as soon as we can, as soon as the product owner deems it appropriate to, to prioritize it. Um, if instead, if you came back and said, hey, this is working different than I expected, and I looked at the acceptance criteria, and I was like, oops, yep, they're right. It's not working right. Then it's, that would be treated more like a defect. So, so the, the, the long and short of it is, is it comes down to the acceptance criteria. But, but we, have to, we have to understand that that's, it, it's, that's the way it's supposed to work right? because we learn. We, we do something, we get feedback out there, and then somebody comes back to us and says, hey, why doesn't it do, why doesn't it do this? Why doesn't it do this? And that's all great because now we're learning better and better instead of expecting that we can learn everything up front. So, so it, it, I don't like the term missed requirement. It's just later we uncovered additional requirements. That's, that's, uh, that's the, the lack of acceptance criteria related to the particular functionality versus there is acceptance criteria written, but what we, what we coded and delivered does not match that description. And I hope that is helpful to you. Um, thank you for the questions. Thank, uh, thank both of you for the burning questions today. Uh, that's gonna, that's gonna do it for the burning questions. Well, thank you for listening. I hope, I hope it gave you some food for thought. If you'd like to reach me, you can send me an email at mcallahan at mindset180.com. That's M-C-A-L-L-A-H-A-N at mindset180.com. Or, or look me up on LinkedIn, it's Michael Patrick Callahan. Send me your burning questions, praise me for my brilliance, lambaste me for my ignorance. We'll be back in two weeks for another installment of yet another Agile podcast. As always, I am your host, Michael Callahan, and I appreciate your time. The